First up, there really is now, officially, a war of words over the troubled Gascoigne community of Carnarvon. Now, the war is between the Premier and some business owners. Because in Parliament yesterday, the Premier said that greed, repeat greed, is what is motivating a lack of action on alcohol abuse in the town. He said that during a debate on the chamber, in the chamber, sorry, of Parliament yesterday. He nominated greed as being a factor, saying that he had been told that when he went to visit Carnarvon. Now, the other day, we spoke to the owner of a Carnarvon hotel, Helen Newby, and her, she raised her concerns about how all the discussion that was going on was having a damaging effect on life in Carnarvon and how she was more than prepared to do things that may make the situation better. Given what the Premier has said, we've invited her back. Helen Newby joins me on the line. Thanks very much for your time again, Helen. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Gary. Okay. Now, you may not have heard this or seen transcript of it, but uh, the Premier obviously dealing with the issues around Carnarvon yesterday and talking about uh, the accord that we spoke to you about the other day. I need you to take a listen to how the Premier addressed it uh, during a debate in the Parliament yesterday. Have a listen. The issues in Carnarvon around alcohol, it's a little bit different to other places in that Carnarvon has never had restrictions. It's essentially open slather in that community. I learnt a few things whilst I was there. There had been a couple of bottle shops and one hotel in particular that had held out against a liquor accord to try and put rules in place. And that was very common, commonly discussed amongst those people in those meetings I held. Why do they do that? The advice that was given to me was greed, that some people refuse to agree to a liquor accord because of greed. So what I learnt was last week there's suddenly been a change of heart and a, and a rapid agreement for a liquor accord by the, the holdouts. The holdouts had agreed to a liquor accord after Carnarvon. I was given details of what the accord would be in Carnarvon, which I'll provide to the House. That's it. That's the response. To describe this as pathetic would be a compliment, as if that will make any difference whatsoever to what is going on there. Okay, pretty stern words there from the Premier. Are you one of the holdouts that he's referring to? No. No one's no one been holding out. It, uh, a meeting is a place of discussion. This accord has been around for over 20 years. Um, we as a group go to these meetings. We discuss things quite openly. May not all agree on the, on the first presented, but we definitely get... A result, we have had liquor restrictions in this town for as long as I've been here and speaking to people that have lived here all of their lives, they have had liquor restrictions here forever. What, what are they? What sort of restrictions? Okay, funeral weekends, we are on liquor restrictions. We cannot sell anything in glass. We can only sell mid-strength beer, no RTDs, which are ready to drink, which is like Jack Daniels, and we can sell a bottle of wine. That's it. We cannot sell anything else. We cannot sell after a certain time. So that's, that's just for the funeral weekends. 
our other restrictions. Other things that we have imposed upon ourselves at these meetings are we have disposed of glass in RTD, so there's no more breakages around town. We have imposed that we will only sell a six-pack after a certain time uh, during the week uh, and on the weekends of RTDs ready to drink. We have gotten rid of glass um, out of all of our facilities. We, I'm just, I've just got to bring up my paperwork. Yeah, sorry, right. I'm, just, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm probably. I'm, a, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm a little bit speechless. Right. I'm a okay. Bit to be honest with you, after listening to what he's all right. said, well, I am absolutely floored. Okay, we've gotten rid of four and five litre cask wines. We've gone to a two litre. We have got a price point on bottled wines. There's no more cheap alcohol in But town. is that now? Is and, that now or was that before? No, this has been an ongoing thing. This is all we've been putting in place for a long time. And he can say, oh, we've only just had this um, accord registered. We have pushed and we have pushed and we have pushed to have this put in place, to have this signed off. Every, every time we go to a meeting, we go, where are we at with having this document actually registered? Um, so it's not through the lack of the licensees and liquor outlets uh, pushing for this. Uh, we can only put put our views and our points across at these meetings. The powers that be need to put this in place and have it registered. Hmm. Yes, all of a sudden it's been registered because there's been a big push on. Um, Greed? The, the, what, did you, what did you think of that? Greed? Greed. I'm just, you know, uh, obviously he's never run a business. You know, businesses are here. We, we pay wages. We pay power. We pay everything. Yes, we're here to actually make money. But greed, I'm sorry, um, we are all we all survive. You know, we're not living uh, we're not living in mansions. We don't own million dollar properties. We're just the average Joe doing our best, and we work for ourselves because we want to work for ourselves because we don't choose to work for other people um, because we're proactive people and we think we can do well at business, and we all do do well at business. Is that greed? No, I think it's just well-managed business people doing their job and doing the best they can. You know, when he talked about the holdouts, he talked about one pub and two liquor stores. If you're saying it's not you, I mean, is he? I know he's already sort of suggested that the uh, member, the local member for Northwest Central up there, uh, Merrimie Beard, uh, obviously yeah. is is in the pub game, and her husband is the licensee of another pub. Is it her? I mean, what? what where's this coming from? No. Do you think? No. No, Tony. Mm-hmm. Tony Beard is Mem's husband. They've got the Port Hotel. Tony's the licensee. Um, Tony comes to the meetings. We discuss things. Uh, he's he's against prohibition. Yeah. <laughs> because it doesn't work. He's not. Uh, Tony says he's peace. He's been here all of his life. He's ran this business. He's had that pub a long time. Um, so no, he's we is as having a discussion. Anti is putting your point across. Is that being anti? I don't think so. You're allowed to have an opinion and a point, as far as I know. Um, All right. No. <laughs> so, I'm just astounded. We have one other hotel in town, um, and that's it. And yes, we have three liquor outlets in town. Two of them are owned by a family, a family in this town. They're a hardworking family. Yes, they're another one that, you know, don't always agree 100% to everything, but at the end of the day, we get there and we get a result. Okay, so everybody's happy. Okay, well, just just finally, obviously, when he was when the premier was, uh, you could hear the rustling sound when he's waving the accord that agreement that uh, we talked yep. about the other day with you. He said that's pathetic. Mm. What do you say mm. to that? 
after after listening to this man speak, after this man came to our town and didn't speak to any of the licensees or any businesses that I've been into since he came to town, the only only person around here is pathetic is him. I'm sorry, he is pathetic. The accord is not pathetic. What we put in place is not pathetic. We are proactive in our town and we are doing the best we can for our town. We put things across all the time and we're open to discussion all the time with the local police, with the liquor and gaming, with our shy president. So I'm sorry, Premier, you're, you're the only pathetic person in this room. You're upset by this, aren't you? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm and I'm not really being upset. glib there. You're upset. No, I am really upset. How dare he come to our town and tell us that we're pathetic and that we're basically, we are, it's anarchy up here, according to him, from listening to that conversation. All right. I, I'm just, I'm just absolutely astounded. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I'm just, yeah, I'm just blown away. Look, I thought it was important to let you hear it um, and get your reaction. Yeah. I do appreciate you joining us today and good luck moving forward with it. Yeah, no, thank you very much. And thanks for giving some airtime on this. We really appreciate it. Helen Newby talking to me about uh, the latest salvos in relation to Carnarvon. Is it a blame game going on here? It's not really good for anyone if the government, state government led by the Premier, is suggesting that the problem is greed in the town uh, when the people who live there are saying, well, we're doing our absolute best. Obviously, the Premier did go to a meeting and he was told some things, and that's what he was referring to in the Parliament yesterday. So you make up your own minds. What do you think about what's going on here? I'll tell you what, uh, one thing that's definitely going on here, and this will sound a little weird coming from me, given that I'm in the business of it, but the continuing talk around Carnarvon and the issues there certainly won't be helping uh, the tourism industry of that region. Uh, I had emails yesterday telling me that uh, Grey nomads, call them what you like, who may normally pass through Carnarvon on their way to other destinations here in WA, it won't be stopping because they just heard too much about it. Somehow these people need to get on the same page, politicians, business people, and all the others in authority there and try and deal with it. Otherwise, it's just going to go on. Now, it's 18 minutes past nine. You can have your say on that. One double three eight eighty two is the talkback number. I'm going to come back, though, and speak to the latest poor bloke who's running a liquor store and is subjected to threats, violence and theft on a daily basis. There's got to be a way. Never mind what's going on in the regions for a minute. I mean, this is just across the city in terms of people trying to run legitimate businesses at the hands of people who think they are above the law. And one of the reasons they think they're above the law is because it doesn't seem that the law is doing anything about it. 19 past nine, we'll come back and talk to that person after this. 133 882 is the number.